Welcome to From Small Beginnings to Great Endings, the podcast where we crush procrastination and accomplish our goals one small action at a time. My name is Bill Provenzano. After 15 years as a successful trader at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange and then building two successful companies from the ground up after leaving the trading floor, I've learned these transforming lessons. Your goals, my goals, are all accomplished when we take control of our mindset, overcome procrastination, and take action one small step at a time. If you're ready to finally make more progress on your goals than ever before, then this podcast is for you. So let's do this. Welcome to From Small Beginnings to Great Endings. What I'm going to share with you today, if you apply it to your life, it is transformative. This strategy, it has enabled the creation of this podcast. It is the strategy that keeps me moving forward on writing my second book. This is the strategy, the discipline that pushes me to accomplish more and more and in less and less time. But first, let me give you a little background. I've been wrestling with starting this podcast for over two years. I also had a book in me, or a second book rather. I I wrote a book years ago as part of an online course that I taught. But this second book has been in me for at least the last year, and it fills in around the podcast. And both have been in me for quite some time. Applying what I've learned about this technique that I'm going to tell you about It has moved me further, faster than anything else in my life. Virtually every morning for literally the last two years, I would psych myself up and tell myself that I would get to that project today, and then the day happens. I'm sure you've been there. Work happens, family happens, Netflix happens, other podcasts that I listen to, not knowing exactly where to start, or lack of motivation. All of those things come at you in the course of the day, they come at me in the course of a day, when I wake up in the morning and I know there's this, this thing that I need to get done, that I want to get done, it's a goal. It's, it's a big goal to get this podcast launched. Like I said, this has been a goal for, for over two years now. And, and it wasn't until I started applying this technique that things moved so fast and I got so much closer to my goal in such a short period of time. Now, I'm not sure if any of you can relate. You wake up in the morning and you've got your nine to five job to take care of, but then you've got that side hustle you're working on, that project, whether it's a book, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a side selling business, whatever it might be. You've got some project burning in your heart that you know you need to get out of you and put into the world. In the process of doing research for this podcast, I started to learn some really fascinating things about our brains. I've always been interested, as a matter of fact, going back to college, if you look at the papers I wrote in college, I constantly wrote papers about the mind-body connection, the spiritual and the physical, the, the mental and the physical. I've, I, I have probably half a dozen, if not a dozen papers I've written in college that deal with those topics. So that has always been a topic that has always fascinated me. Then I came across a Dr. Andrew Huberman, who is a Stanford neurologist. He's got pretty impressive credentials. He's got his own research lab there at Stanford. He's doing some really powerful work on mind-body connection. He said something that changed everything in the way I start my work. When I say my work, when I start my work towards my goals. 
One thing that I'm going to talk about again and again, especially in the, in the Setting Goals podcast coming up, is the reality that a, that a goal is something far off that can only be accomplished with smaller steps along the way. That's the, the title of this podcast. Crush procrastination and achieve your goals one small step at a time. Your goals, my goals, they will be achieved one small step at a time. If you think you're going to write a book, you're not going to sit down on a Tuesday and write the whole book and have it done by, by Wednesday. The first book I wrote was 70,000 words, which is a little on the long side for a uh, first time out. But if you want to write a 50,000 word book, 60,000 word, 70,000 word book, you need to break that down into bite-sized pieces. And once you do that, then you have that action. You have that, you have that actionable step that you can take in the course of a day that you can line item in your day on your calendar. You know, six o'clock tonight, sit down, write 500 words towards the book. And I'm in, just for clarity and just for ease of conversation, I'm going to use write a 50,000 word book as the goal here. So I'm going to be talking a lot about an example of, of goal setting, but just let's, let's just for sake of clarity and sake of keeping this linear, I'm going to use the example of writing a 50,000 word book as your goal. Once I started to dig into what Dr. Huberman taught, I began to approach that process in a much different way. Dr. Huberman explained that motivation follows action. Motivation follows action. What does that mean? How many times have you been home at the end of a day and you've got your work day behind you, the, the dinner's been served, the kitchen's been cleaned, and now you're sitting down, whether it's with yourself, whether it's with the family, whatever it might be, and then it dawns on you, oh my gosh, I want to write 500 words today, and I'm just wiped out. You sit there and you think, I'm, I'm waiting to get motivated to do it. Motivation is a myth. Motivation is a myth. When are we most motivated? Maybe right after we heard a speech or we went to listen to a talk or we've, we've just read a book or something. That's when we're motivated, right? That's when motivation is high. But in the daily grind, in the day in and the day out, if you're waiting for motivation and counting on motivation to get you towards action, you're screwed. Motivation follows action. So what you need to do is in that moment is take action. Once you start to take the action towards writing that 500 words, right? So remember, we're staying with that, that concept of the goal being to write a 50,000-word book. Once you, you're on the couch and you need to take action towards writing your 500 words for the day, until you take that action, motivation will not come. That's why motivation is a myth. I like to say it like this. On the other side of the hump is flow. Behavioral science has taught that once you get started on that project, and as for clarity, again, we're talking about a project of being the 500 words that you need to write for the day. Once you make the, once the first domino falls towards making progress on that goal, you have an 80% likelihood of completing it. So when you're sitting on the couch, the reality is all you need to do in that scenario is take the very first step towards writing 500 
words. And the very first step in that moment is stand up and walk toward your laptop. That's the first step. So if think of the, think of the visual of a flat line. You've got this horizontal line, and the horizontal line represents inactivity towards your goal. You're just you're on the couch and you're inactive towards your goal. Then you have a hump, you have this bump in that line. That bump is your action. And the action is stand up and walk towards your laptop. And then you have flow. So you've got this horizontal line, you've got this little bump which represents action, and then you've got this downward line which represents flow. Because once you get into the work, once you start doing it, you know this as well as I do. Once you start doing the work, it just flows out of you and it, and it, gets, and it gets taken care of. So on the other side of the hump is flow. So what's, what's keeping you on that couch is that, is that procrastination and you've got to overcome that. We've been programmed to believe that we will get started on a project when we are motivated. That's, that's just not the way it works. Procrastination is real. Motivation is a myth. Procrastination is real. Motivation is a myth. Motivation towards, to work towards any goal is almost non-existent except maybe in the very immediate moments after hearing a motivational speech. That feeling of, motiva- of motivation dies out very quickly. I want you to rid yourself of the word motivation and replace it with action. No, just, just rid motivation from your vocabulary and replace it the word, with the word action. Action is the goal. Once you get over that hump of procrastination, once you take that first step, you have an 80% likelihood of writing those 500 words. We can fill in the blank uh, on, the, on, on that side of the equation with whatever it is, whether it's get to the gym, whether it's write 500 words, whether it's create an outline for a podcast, whether it's, let's say you're restoring furniture as, as a side gig, whether it's, you know, going and, and, and that day you just decided I'm going to, I'm just need to sand this piece of furniture. That's all I need to do this day. At some point when you're flatlining, when you're just in that moment of procrastination and inactivity, you need that hump. So here's, here's the way that I go about this. The first thing I do, and this is, this is the key. Folks, if you hear nothing else, if, if you throw everything else away that you just heard, if you do nothing else, what you're about to hear will change the speed at which you accomplish your goals. When you're in that moment, and again, I'm going to just keep sticking with the concept of you want to write a book and, and you've broken it down into 500-word small steps. When you're in that moment, whether it's sitting on the couch, whether it's whether you're at the library, wherever you are and you recognize, I need to start that thing, you ask yourself one question. What is the first step in the next thing I need to do? What is the first step in the next thing I need to do? That's what I ask myself. I'm going to give you a very clear example of recording this podcast. The first thing I asked myself is, okay, what's the first step in the next thing I need to do? And the answer was, stand up and bring your laptop into the closet. And as soon as I did that, brought the laptop into the closet, then, then came momentum. Then the momentum came where I, <laughs> I had to hang a blanket on the hanger pole to deaden the sound in here. I had to bring in two high-top chairs that I have my laptop on one, my mouse on the other, and I'm sitting in a folding chair. So I had to create a makeshift studio within this closet in order to get this podcast recorded. I had already created the outline. My wife and I got back from a walk. I sat down 
and I and I knew that this was on my list of things to do. And I asked myself, what's the first step in the next thing I need to do? And the answer was simple. Stand up and bring your laptop into the closet. And as soon as I did that, then everything else started to flow from there. I, I brought in the, the two high-top chairs. I brought in the folding chair. I hung a blanket across where I needed to to create some sound deadening. And it flowed. That's all you need to do. I'm telling you, that's all you need to do is that first step of doing that. But I'm going to give you even one more principle. I'm going to give you even one more strategy that will move you even further and faster down that path. Right after you ask yourself, what is the first step and the next thing I need to do? You've identified the next step. Then you can engage what I call the starting block principle. I haven't come up with a great name for it yet. I call it the starting block principle, the starting block discipline. I'm not quite sure what it is. But it's that thing that, as I sat on the couch, I asked myself, what's the next thing I need to do? Then I engaged with what I call the starting block discipline, the starting block principle. So what is it? It is so simple, it's comical, but it works. It works for me every single time. As soon as I've identified the first step and the next thing I need to do, I say to myself, on your marks, and as soon as I say that, I lean forward a little bit and I put a very slight smile on my face. And then in my mind, I say, get set, go. On your mark, lean forward a little bit, slight smile on your face, get set, go. That strategy, as it turns out, is a remarkable strategy that changes our physiology, which changes what's going on in our mind. How many times, and this is studies from Dr. Huberman, this is other studies I've read, when there are thoughts going on in your mind, it's nearly fruitless to try to quiet those thoughts with other thoughts. It's to talk yourself out of being anxious. I used to have a horrible fear of flying because what did I focus on? My mind was focused on, on bad things and, and I would get super sweaty hands. My heart would race. I learned that it's, I cannot overcome thoughts with thoughts, but I can overcome thoughts with changing my physiology. Just like my thoughts are forcing my heart to race my palms are sweaty. That's the physiology. That is thoughts changing physiology. There is nothing going. I'm sitting in a plane while people are being loaded and I'm, and I'm, my heart's racing. There's nothing to fear at that moment except my thoughts are creating it. So your thoughts, my thoughts are changing my physiology. What I've learned is you just reverse the process. The fastest way to quiet your mind in a moment like that is to change your physiology. Three deep breaths and put a very slight smile on your face. So you take a deep breath through your nose on a four count and you release with an eight count. So it's in, out. And your exhale should be twice as long as the inhale. And then as you're doing it, you put this slight smile on your face. It changes your physiology. And when you change your physiology, it quiets your mind. It, it's amazing how it works. So the same thing happens with the starting block principle. And then it does even one better. In order to 
get your mind moving, going, overcoming that, that slight pause in your mind, you need to engage the prefrontal cortex. It turns out behavioral science is on our side. The starting block principle, it's called a metacognitive strategy. It's designed to override our brain's default tendency to protect us and keep us from doing uncomfortable things. The human brain is designed to keep us safe, protected, and comfortable. That's the goal of the brain. The brain doesn't want to get up and start typing words and start doing podcast. It, does, it doesn't want to do that. So you need to engage. You need to light up the prefrontal cortex part of your mind. The starting block principle does exactly that. The prefrontal cortex is responsible for our decision-making under free choice circumstances. By engaging with the starting block principle, we activate our prefrontal cortex and set ourselves into motion. And that's all we need to do. We just need to tip ourselves over that, that point of inactivity. So as I spoke about before, when we ask ourselves the question, what's the first step in the next thing I need to do? That gives us clear identity. It, it shrinks it, the goal from I need to write a book down to, okay, I've already, I've already compartmentalized this into a bite-sized piece. So I've shrunk the goal down to a bite-sized manageable piece. What's the first step in the next thing I need to do? I need to stand up and open my laptop. I need to stand up and walk towards my gym shoes if you're going to the gym. Try this. If Let's say going to the gym. Let's say your ultimate goal is to lose 20 pounds and your bite-sized daily goals are you need to go to the gym and um, I, I go on the treadmill for 30 minutes. When you're at home, on the couch, in the kitchen, wherever you're at, and it dawns on you, okay, it's I, I got to go to the gym, that moment... You and I both know the first thing your brain wants to do is to talk you out of it. Oh, I'll, I'll go. You know, it's late. I'll go tomorrow. I wasn't going to go on Saturday. I'll make sure I go on Saturday this week. Believe me, I've told myself those things time and time again. Instead, you've got to have self-awareness. We talked about self-awareness in episode one. You've got to have self-awareness in that moment to recognize, oh, this is me. I'm, I'm going to catch myself. This is what I'm thinking. Remember, self-awareness is the ability to monitor your thoughts in real time and take action over your thoughts. You're monitoring your thoughts in real time. Oh my gosh, this is me. I'm trying to talk myself out of going to the gym. I need to ask myself one question at this moment. What's the first step in the next thing I need to do? And in the example of going to the gym, it's I need to walk towards my gym shoes and put them on. Just doing that, just by doing that, you set yourself up for an 80% likelihood of getting to the gym and doing that workout. It, it's amazing. Behavioral science has, has proved this. All you need to do is to tip that first domino. Just tip that first domino and you've got an 80% likelihood of getting that bite-sized project done. As those bite-sized projects stack up on top of one another, you reach your goal. Every one of these items that we're talking about, these are small actions. So this, the my ultimate goal was getting three podcast episodes recorded, but it wasn't just that. So within there, there's there's a hundred different things that need to be done. I'm a hundred, I'm exaggerating. Ten different things need to be done. I need to record the podcast. I need to put it onto an editing platform. I need to edit the podcast. I need to upload that into the uh, the podcast platform. I need to create the podcast art. I need. There are so many 
pieces that needed to be accomplished that each one would have stopped me time and again. But it's so important that number one, you break, you break your goal down into manageable bite-sized pieces. All goals, virtually all goals are just small actions stacked on top of one each other over and over and over and over again. If I had to, I gave you a slight peek behind the curtain of, of what it's like to put a podcast together. There are so many small pieces that need to be put together to launch this thing. And each one of them was daunting in my, in my mind. You know, I'm a 50-some-year-old guy who's not huge tech savvy. And the learning curve for me, it's, it's a steep road for me. And I know the struggles that I have. But I know I need to do it. I know I needed to do it. And I just continually broke these steps down into bite-sized pieces. When I reached that time in the day, when I knew it was time to work on that, I would just ask myself, what's the first thing I need to do? I identified it on your marks, get set, lean forward, go. That time and again, I used that strategy on your mark, get set, go. Because I knew all I need to do is stand up and move towards this. And I have an 80% likelihood of accomplishing it. So if I can encourage you, if I can implore you, learn this life-changing strategy. This is a life-changing strategy. If you are goal-driven, if you are goal-oriented, you need this strategy. You need to employ this strategy. On a, on a future goal-setting podcast, we'll talk about how to set goals and break them down. But once you have your goal You've got your big goal and what I call process goals, right? You've got the big goal of, of launch a podcast with three episodes. That's, that was my big goal. Along the way, there was two dozen process goals, everything from podcast art to uh, which app would I record on, which app would I edit on, which app would I use to launch the podcast, uh, outlines. There, there's, there were a couple dozen process goals that I had to break down into bite-sized pieces. Once they were broken down into bite-sized pieces, I can then put them as a line item on my day, and that's going to be a podcast for another day, organizing your daily calendar in, a, in the most powerful and impactful way. So once that bite-sized process goal could be identified and put on a single line on my calendar to do for that day, then once it rolled around and I knew it was time to, to tackle that job, I would ask myself, what's the first step in this thing I need to do? And like I said, in today's example was stand up and start getting and, and walk the laptop in the, in the closet. Because I, I know, experience has taught me that once I just do that first thing, the rest will flow. And here I am, almost done recording this podcast. And then from here, it's going to be send it to the editing platform. And then from there, the next bite will be edit this podcast. These are all bite-sized goals that will lead me to the ultimate goal of launching the podcast with three episodes. I hope you grab onto this because this will absolutely change your life. It will, it will move you so much further, so much faster towards your goal that I, you, you will be stunned in, in, that how much you will get done in a short period of time and you're not relying on motivation. You're not relying on that sense of, oh, you know, I'll do it when, I, when, when, the, when the urge comes on me. No. Action first, motivation second. I have it pinned on my wall. 
on my on my billboard, it says, what's the first step in the next thing I need to do? Then right out underneath that, it says, motivation follows action, lead with action. Lead with action. Start with action because then flow follows that. On the other side of the hump is flow. I like to say, on the other side of the hump is flow. The hump is that initial trigger where we, again, where we engage our prefrontal cortex, where we, on your marks, get set, go. And here's the other thing about that. I I used to love, as a kid, I used to love foot races. <laughs> I don't know why. When I was in grammar school, in grammar school and in junior high, I remember during gym classes when we used to have foot races. I don't know why. It just, you know, when we have track, that segment of track during gym. I loved foot racing people. I loved it. And so when I use that, when I use that starting block discipline of on your mark, get set, go, not only do I know it's going to get me moving towards my goal, it kind of puts me in a, it kind of puts me in a, in a better state of mind. Like it reminds me of, of being a kid and, and, and wanting to get this and wanting to take action. So there's, there's that benefit of it too, which uh, for me, I, I enjoy it. That's, I enjoy reflecting on that, on that aspect of it. So I'm going to wrap this up. Reminding you again, break your goal down into a daily bite-size actionable step. When that time comes and you know it's, and, and your mind says, okay, it's time to go do that thing. You, you don't have much time before you talk yourself out of it. You, you, some studies have shown you have between five and 10 seconds to act before you talk yourself out of it. And okay, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. I wasn't going to do anything on Saturday, but I'll do it. You've got between five and 10 seconds before you talk yourself out of it. So self-awareness of uh, recognizing, okay, the thought came into my mind to go do, it's time to go work on it. Ask yourself the question, what's the next step in, in what I need to do? On your mark, get set, go. And just know that's the hump. And on the other side of the hump is flow. Thank you so much. I've been so excited to get this message out to you. Those of you put into practice this week, please send me an email. Let me know how on your mark, get set, go is impacting your life. So it's on your mark. Lean forward a little bit. Put a smile on your face. Get set, go. I love to hear stories about it because uh, I, I know for me, it has moved me so much further, so much faster and gotten me to this point on, on these goals. So with that, I say to you all, on your mark, get set, go. We've all been conditioned to believe that we need to take big, bold steps in order to accomplish our goals. That mindset kills 90% of New Year's resolutions by February. If you want to grow your business, create wealth, or any number of other goals, you must take control of your mindset, overcome procrastination, and take one small action at a time. What action did this episode inspire you to take to bring you closer to accomplishing your big goal? Today, put that small step into action and you too will accomplish your goals one small step at a time. If you have any questions or comments about today's podcast or are interested in learning more, please shoot me an email at coachbillpro at gmail.com. I always love to hear from our listeners. Now get out of here. Go do that one thing you know you need to do.